Journey to Pascha, Orthodox Spiritual Reflections on Great Lent, brought to you by the Greek Orthodox Christian Society of the Greek Orthodox Archdiocese of Australia. In this edition of our podcast, we bring you timeless wisdom from Proverbs together with our saints for the day on the 7th of April. We also take a closer look at the life of Saint Tikon and the role he played in spreading orthodoxy in North America. This is The Journey to Pascha. Our Daily Bread Orthodox Scripture Readings to Help Nourish the Soul A reading from Proverbs, chapter 21, verses 3 to 21 containing timeless wisdom into a range of virtues and vices. To do righteous things and to speak the truth are more pleasing before God than the blood of sacrifices. A high-minded man is bold-hearted in his arrogance, and the lamp of the ungodly is sin. He who produces treasures with a lying tongue pursues worthless things upon the snares of death. Destruction shall entertain the ungodly, for they are not willing to do righteous things. To the crooked, God sends crooked ways, for his works are pure and upright. It is better to dwell in a corner in the open air than with wrongdoing in plastered rooms and in a shared house. The soul of the ungodly will not be shown mercy by anyone among men. When the intemperate man is punished, the simple man becomes more astute, and a wise man of understanding shall receive knowledge. A righteous man understands the hearts of the ungodly, and he despises the ungodly in their evils. He who closes his ears that he might not listen to the weak, he will also call upon someone, and there will be no one listening. A secret gift calms anger, but he who refrains from giving gifts stirs up strong anger. It is the joy of the righteous to do judgment, but a holy man is unclean before evildoers. A man who wanders from the way of righteousness shall rest in an assembly of giants. A man in need loves merriment, loving wine and oil as wealth. A lawless man is the outcast of a righteous man. It is better to live in a desert than with a contentious, talkative and quick-tempered woman. A treasury of desire will rest upon the mouth of a wise man, but men without discernment shall swallow it. The way of righteousness and mercy shall find life and glory. A wise man assaults fortified cities and pulls down the stronghold the ungodly trust. Lives of Our Saints The Saints of the Day 
whose stories are recorded in the prologue of Ochrid. St. George the Confessor George was chosen and installed as Metropolitan of Mytilini for his great virtues, which he attained through long ascetic labours. This saint governed his spiritual flock prudently and zealously to a great old age. When a persecution began under Leo the Armenian, who destroyed the holy icons, this saintly elder was summoned to Constantinople, to an assembly of bishops, whose intention, at the desire of the emperor, was to put a stop to the veneration of icons. George not only refused to carry out the wish of the wicked emperor, but with other courageous bishops stood up in defense of the holy icons. He was mocked for this and also exiled by the emperor to the region of Kherson. There, he endured all sorts of physical afflictions and deprivations for the remaining years of his life. He reposed and entered into eternal life in about the year 816 AD. Because of his great sanctity and love for the Lord Jesus, George was a great miracle worker, both during his life and after his death. The Venerable Nilus of Sora. Nilus is one of the great fathers of the Russian Church. He was the founder of the Skiti form of monastic life in Russia. He reposed peacefully in the year 1508 AD, and his relics repose in the Sora Monastery. His rule for the Skiti way of monastic life is a spiritual and practical work of the First Order. The Holy Martyr Galliopius Galliopius was an only son, granted by God to a senator from Perga in Pamphylia, after the senator had shed many tears in prayer. From his early youth, he was taught by his devout mother, Theoclia, to honour God and to live a chaste life. Galliopius was still a youth when a terrible persecution began during the reign of Emperor Maximian. To spare him from death, his mother put him in a ship, gave him an ample amount of money, and saw him off to the city of Pompeiopolis. However, God, in his divine providence, planned otherwise. Landing in Pompeiopolis, he fell into the midst of a tumultuous polytheistic celebration. When Calliopius refused to participate in this senseless feast, he was brought by the crazed mob to Maximus, the commander, before whom Galliopius confessed that he was a Christian. The commander ordered that Galliopius be beaten with lead rods and burned by fire. Wounded all over, he was cast into prison. Learning of the tortures of her son, Theoclia distributed her entire estate to the poor and needy, and, with a paltry sum of money, hurried to her son in prison. Upon entering the prison, Theoclia bowed down before her son and dressed his wounds. Finally, the commander pronounced the ultimate sentence. Galliopius was to be crucified on a cross. Joy and pain intermingled in the heart of his mother. When they brought her son to the place of execution, she slipped five pieces of gold to the executioners to have her son crucified, not as the Lord had been, but rather upside down. 
Theoclea did this out of humility before the Lord. Galliopius was crucified upside down on Holy Thursday. His mother stood beneath the cross giving thanks to God. On the second day, when they removed his lifeless body from the cross, she fell upon her son and she herself died. Thus, these two went before the throne of the King of Glory together. They suffered honorably in the year 304 AD. The Venerable Daniel of Pereyaslavl Daniel had a unique form of asceticism, that of caring for the dead. Whenever he heard that someone had been frozen to death or had died in some other manner, Daniel would hasten to bury him decently and to offer prayers to God for him. He reposed peacefully in the year 1540 AD, and his relics remain incorrupt. Orthodox Readings and Reflections for Lent from Lichnos, the periodical of the Greek Orthodox Christian Society. Today we examine the life and works of Saint Tikhon, Patriarch of Moscow, in greater detail. He lived from 1865 to 1925 and is commemorated today, on April 7th. Born Vasily Ivanovich Belavin in the Pskov region of Russia in 1865, St. Tikhon, from his youth, displayed fervour for the Orthodox faith. He entered the Pskov Seminary at the age of 13 and went on to graduate from the St. Petersburg Theological Academy at the age of 23. He took monastic vows at the age of 26, taking the name of Tikhon in honour of St. Tikhon of Zdonsk. He was made an Archmandrite in 1892 and became Bishop of Lublin in 1897. The next year, he was made Bishop of the Aleutians and Alaska, a diocese later renamed of the Aleutians and North America. In the nine years he spent in America, he did much to spread orthodoxy there. He built churches and cathedrals and helped to give the church there a structure in spite of the ethnic diversity of the diocese, later made an archdiocese. He had St. Raphael of Brooklyn as an assistant bishop. The next 10 years from 1907 were spent ministering to dioceses in Yaroslav and Lublin with love and wisdom. In 1917, that chaotic year in the history of Russia, Bishop Tikhon was made Bishop of Moscow, Metropolitan of Moscow, and later Patriarch of Moscow. 
his election as Patriarch of Moscow, the first for almost 300 years, came through the drawings of lots. Later that year, the Orthodox Revolution catapulted the Communists to power and Russia into civil war. Through the guidance of Patriarch Tikhon, the Church stayed strong and neutral in the conflicts and supported those starving in the famines. However, in 1922, the Communist Party decided to confiscate valuables and their first targets were church ornaments. By resisting this, Patriarch Tikhon was imprisoned for 15 months. When he came out, he stayed firm in his faith. In 1924, his health started to decay and he reposed on April 7, 1925. Patriarch Tikhon was made a saint in 1989. For many years, his remains were thought missing due to the communists, but in 1922 they were found concealed in a Donskoy monastery in Moscow. you've enjoyed this edition of the journey to Pascha brought to you by the greek orthodox christian society be sure to subscribe on spotify or apple podcasts or visit nicknos.org at lychnos.org where you can find more orthodox articles talks and podcasts to help you on your journey this lent towards the resurrection of our lord